Hello and welcome to the CFS Health Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Toby Morrison. And in this episode, we're going to take a deep dive on the 15 things that won't get you better. Don't worry, it's not all bad. I help you reverse engineer this so you stop doing these 15 things and you start doing the complete opposite, which will help you start getting better. We have seen this with thousands and thousands of people across 55 countries and we're sharing with you the key strategies and tips that these people stopped doing and instead what they started to do in order to get healthy and start living again. Sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. If you're suffering from chronic fatigue syndrome or associated illnesses, this video is for you. I'm going to share with you the 15 things that won't get you better. Number one, beating yourself up for where you're at right now. Hands up, if you're watching this video right now, that you're constantly beating yourself up. I can't believe I'm here. This is so unfair. I can't believe I'm here. This sucks. One of the things that definitely won't help you get better is beating yourself up. And by the end of this video, I'm going to share with you the opposite too, which will really help you move forwards. Number one, beating yourself up for where you're at right now. Definitely not going to get you better. Number two, comparing yourself to others and your old self. This is a huge one that so many people go through. And we see it all the time inside our program where they enroll in the program and they just wish they were their old self and they're so focused on the past. But here's the thing. It's very hard to drive forwards when you're looking in the rear view mirror. So again, number two, comparing yourself to others or your old life and self. It's not really that helpful. Number three, this is a big one. Searching for quick fixes. It's a really sure way to not get better. We all go through it. I know everyone that I've ever helped recover from chronic fatigue syndrome went through that stage of searching for quick fixes. It's not your fault. The systems kind of let you down. The system tells you that when you're sick, you go to the doctors, you take a pill, you get better. It doesn't work like that with chronic fatigue syndrome recovery. Number four, pushing yourself way beyond your capacity when you have energy. And this is so common and it makes sense because you might be in bed for a whole week, you might be struggling an entire month, maybe two, and as soon as you get a glimmer of energy, what do you do? You put on your superwoman or superman jacket and you go, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to clean the entire house, I'm going to see all my friends, I'm going to call everybody, I'm going to do the gardening, I'm going to X, Y, Z, you get the picture. That's a really short way that you're not going to get better by always constantly pushing yourself way beyond your capacity whenever you have energy. Number five, holding on to guilt. I often describe inside our program that when people join, they're carrying this really heavy backpack full of rocks. And those rocks are signified by guilt. They're the ones that feel really bad for the situation and the circumstance that they are currently in. They feel guilty for letting their family members down. They feel guilty for letting their friends down, their co-workers down, their buddies down. And this load of rocks is really, really heavy. And what you're going through right now, you're already carrying a bunch of rocks because what you're going through right now is extremely hard on your body, extremely hard emotionally and mentally dealing with it. 
And neurologically and physically, it's not fun at all. So you can imagine this backpack of heavy rocks of guilt is certainly not going to help you get better. Number six is not accepting your current reality. This is a huge one. And again, we have so many videos on this, but accepting your current reality doesn't mean it's game over. And I think that's really important to say because so many people believe that if they accept where they're at, that they're failing or they're giving up. It's certainly not the truth. Acceptance is not resignation. Acceptance is the starting point of where you're at right now to get to where you want to go to moving forwards. Number six, it is a big one. Not accepting your current reality. Sure way to not get better. Number seven, blaming others for your situation. Inside our program, we have a model called the four levels of readiness in terms of recovery. And one of the lower stages in the red zone is giving up. And at the giving up stage, there's three things that happen. We believe there's no options. We believe it's not possible to even recover or improve. We feel like quitting. We want to complain and we want to blame. And again, we all go through this stage. It's kind of part of the journey, but it's certainly not going to help you get better. Complaining and blaming about your situation. And then number eight leads straight into complaining. So we've got blaming others, pointing the finger at everyone else it's this person's fault or it's that person's fault or this is the reason why I'm not getting better. Again, you're really pushing that responsibility onto someone else, which is pretty damn unfair if you think about it. Number eight, complaining about your situation. Again, easy to do. We've all been there. It's part of life. You're a human being. However, is it going to help you get better? No. We see this all the time. We've never met a person who's recovered from chronic fatigue syndrome who sits there every day and complains about their problems. They don't complain about their problems. They look for solutions to their problems. So number eight, again, complaining about your situation. We want to stop doing that. Number nine, focusing on your symptoms all the time. This is another big one that so many people are let down with. Again, the system tells you just cope, just manage your symptoms, just focus on fixing your symptoms. When in reality, the symptoms are signs of poor health and the symptoms are really a signal to your body and brain to say, hey, something needs to change. And so again, number nine, focusing on your symptoms all the time is certainly not going to help you get better. Okay, it's really important that we switch the focus onto a health focus, which again, in return, will improve every aspect of your health and well-being and therefore have a downturn in symptoms as your health increases, your symptoms decrease. We see this happen all the time. Number 10, getting caught up in labels with your diagnosis and going down rabbit holes that lead to no man's land. Hands up if you're guilty of this. I'd love to know in the chat box, in the comments section, if you're watching this on YouTube, what is your biggest one so far which one number one two three four five six seven eight nine ten there's still a couple more to go we've got a bonus one too and by the way we're reverse engineering this so don't feel bad if you're doing these things this is to bring awareness so you can literally stop doing it and do the complete opposite of it as human beings it's a lot easier for us to know what not to do than to know what to do and awareness is the key starting point here so number 10 is getting caught up in labels with diagnosis we see so many people get caught up in the identity of their diagnosis. And we say at CFS Health that your diagnosis isn't your end destination. 
But so many people hold on to it and grip onto it like it is who they are. But you are not your illness. You can be if you choose to be, but you also don't have to be if you choose something different. And we do see this as a sticking point for many people who they almost bring on that identity of their diagnosis. This is just who I am. This is my reality. This is who I am for life. And again, if you're wearing that like a piece of clothing, you can take it off and you can put something different on. And we see the people that get better and recover, they're not holding on to their illness identity at all. In fact, they don't really get caught up in labels. They get a diagnosis and then they move forwards and again, focus on solutions that can help them move forwards. Number 11, believing that you are so different and unique that even though so many people have recovered and we've seen people as young as eight all the way up plus 80 years old and everywhere in between of all severities of multiple diagnoses, not just chronic fatigue syndrome, that you still constantly reject that it's possible for you, that you think that you're so different and it's just never going to be possible for you. That's a really sure way that you're not going to get better. And again, it's normal because we think that we're the only ones sometimes. But in reality, we're not. And we've had clients who have been tube fed. We've had clients who have been in wheelchairs. We've had clients who haven't been able to leave their house or bedroom for months and months and months on end and still get better. And it's because they stopped doing number 11. They stopped believing that they're so different and that they're so unique that it's not possible for them. And instead, they switched it around and realized maybe it is possible. Maybe it would be useful to think that it is possible for me. And what could I do to move forwards with that? Number 12, this is a really important one that no one ever talks about. Hanging out with people or environments that pull you down. You think about it. Do you ever see someone in a really, really bad environment surrounded by people who don't motivate them, who don't encourage them, who don't inspire them? Do they thrive or not? Have a think about that for a second. Your proximity to a healthy healing environment is so vital for your well-being. And again, we see this all the time. And it's not until you surround yourself with things and people and environments that actually lift you up that you are going to change. Otherwise, you're constantly just seeing negativity. You're constantly seeing negativity bias to other people's stories who are believing a certain narrative about their situation and you're taking that narrative on. And so be very careful of who you hang out with, who you listen to and what you believe. And again, at the end of the day, it comes down to your choice. You get a choice on where you hang out, who you hang out with, the environments that you put yourself in. But we want to stay away from people who pull you down and we want to be around environments that pull us up. Very, very simple. Number 13 and I did this when I went through chronic fatigue syndrome, sitting, waiting, and wishing for recovery to miraculously happen. This happens a lot. And again, because there's very little practical help, this is why CFS Health was born over a decade ago, because there was nothing like this in the world. All that was said back then was, hey, good luck. Go and sleep. Rest. Great. Thanks, doctor. That was some great tips. How do I do that? How long do I walk for? What can I eat? What shouldn't I eat? When should I go to bed? What should I do specifically? No answers. But definitely a sure way to not get better is sitting, waiting, wishing for recovery to miraculously happen. 
And here's the thing. If you look through every single success story, it kind of sounds miraculous. From bedbound to fully recovered, from not being able to work to starting their own business, to being told they'll never fall pregnant, to falling pregnant and having a healthy, happy baby. We see this stuff all the time. And it feels miraculous. It sounds miraculous. But I can tell you it's certainly not. It's a set of certain things that these people did at a certain time that helped them get better. Okay? And it wasn't a miraculous recovery of sitting, waiting, wishing. In fact, we've helped over thousands of people from 55 countries and we've never seen a miraculous recovery. We've just seen people do the right things at the right time, over time, and get better and healthy and start living again. Number 14. By the way, there's a bonus one, which I think is going to resonate with a lot of you. But number 14 is fighting for your illness and protecting your illness identity more than fighting for your health and focused on recovery. So a lot of people think they have to beat this and that they're a warrior and that they've got to front up every day and it's like war against themselves. And we believe that creating a war against yourself and a war against what you're fighting against is actually kind of exhausting. And I remember specifically we had a member who, and we've had lots of members do this, but we had a member who was like, I'm going to beat it. I'm going to fight this. I'm fighting this every day. And there was this like external exhaustive feeling of like, you know, I've got to fight this. And I said, what are you actually fighting? I said, your body's actually just asking for help. And your body is just asking for health. And so what if we just stopped fighting completely and we just focused on building your health and we started to nurture your well-being. We started to nurture the things that are going to help you move forwards in your life. And it was like, oh, and the relaxation and just the healing just within that was so powerful for this person that they literally let go of the fight in that moment. And they were able to start to move forwards in a really gentle, encouraging way for themselves. And of course, their health and their life expanded because of that. It was a result of stopping the fight and stopping this kind of attachment to the illness identity. You are not your illness, although some people think they are and they're not getting better because of that. And it's not because they're just identifying that as it's their illness and that's that. It's the after effect that comes with that. If you think about it, a person who believes that they are their illness, how are they behaving every day? How are they showing up and how are they participating in their recovery? They're probably not. They're more interested in fighting for their illness and against their illness than actually just moving forwards in their recovery. And so it's really important, again, to decide what would be most useful for you. It all comes back to you as an individual and you get to choose and decide what that is for you. But again, we've seen this over and over and over again, and it certainly will not get you better. Number 15, thinking that some people are just lucky and recover. I've been doing this work for over 15 years now, and there is no such thing as luck. The only part about luck is that luck really stands for labor under correct knowledge. So luck's acronym is labor under correct knowledge we always say you got to do the right things at the right time to get the right results and shout out to paul check who i remember he shared that with me years and years and years ago there's no such thing as luck the only thing that stands for luck is labor under correct knowledge and so people aren't lucky in their recovery 
it's really actually quite upsetting for people who have gotten better or who are working towards their recovery and getting better. It's quite rude, actually, to say that they're just lucky or that they didn't have chronic fatigue syndrome. It's actually really interesting that these people who are fighting for their illness and so identified with their illness, that they can't even imagine that it's possible for other people. So they totally reject it and they objectify it and they go, no, it's not possible. You mustn't have had it. Yet some of these people have been diagnosed by the top professors in the USA and so forth and so on. So again, it goes back to you as a choice. What's this most useful for you? If you want to get better, then definitely stop doing these things. And number 16, super important, fear of failure. I actually think this one's a really big one and I think so many people don't realize it, but your belief around fear of failure is actually stopping you from getting better. Fear of failure, trying another thing. And we see this so often, especially when people come to us as a last resort, they've tried everything. And so there's this fear of failure that comes with, I've tried this and I've tried that and nothing works. And what if I fail again, then I'm not good enough. Then I failed again. And there's this self-loathing and this blame to yourself that really isn't helpful and conducive of healing and health and well-being. And so there's two things here. One, I don't believe in failing. I believe that you either win or you learn. So you can take that on right now. You either win or you learn. There's no such thing as failure. The second thing is that hopefully now that you're watching this video, you're starting to realize that there's actually some things that you can do to help yourself move forwards in your recovery. And often people go, well, how are you different than supplements or this treatment and this protocol? It's like, well, the difference is that this program doesn't fix you and our work and our teachings and our tools and we have heaps of free trainings for you even if you don't do our program. It's all teaching you the tools and frameworks to help you help yourself. So you kind of can't fail. It's either you're doing them or you're not doing them. They're either being applied and they're enhancing your health or they're not being applied and your health isn't improving and you're doing some of these things on this list, these 15, 16 tips that are really holding you back and hindering you. And so what we want to do is we want to go through this list and look at what we're doing, identify which ones am I currently doing and what is the opposite of that? Our brains work best when we reverse engineer it. So we want to look back and go, all right, I'm not accepting where I'm at and I'm just going around in circles and I keep pushing and crashing and I'm going way beyond my energy. When I have a little glimpse of energy, I push myself too much. All right, well then, one, we need to accept where we're at. We have a whole video training on that. Number two, we need to get our baseline sorted. There's a whole free training that and obviously inside our program, we help you deeply create a baseline so you can get started and start moving forwards. There's two things you can do right now. You don't have to wait for a doctor's appointment. You don't have to wait for a appointment with anybody. Set an appointment with yourself and start to learn this stuff and apply this stuff. And so, again, there is no such thing as failure. It's either you're winning or you're learning. And remember, fear is false evidence appearing real. So look through this list, look what you're doing, and then reverse engineer it. If you're beating yourself up right now, what would it look like as the opposite of that? If you're getting caught up in labels and diagnosis, what does a person who doesn't get caught up in labels and diagnosis do? How do they act? What do they Google? They don't maybe Google that stuff anymore. They don't check every day of what's wrong with them. 
Maybe they're searching for solutions versus searching for problems. Yeah, that's another situation. Blaming others for your situation. All right, what does a person who doesn't blame others look like? How do they act? How do they behave? What do they do? Now, a lot of you guys are thinking, oh, this is just all mumbo jumbo. You're just saying it's all mental. No, not at all. What you're going through is very neurological and very physical. However, all these things that are listed here have a direct action to your behaviors. So if you think about it, not accepting your current reality, that is then you pushing beyond your current capacity physically, which is affecting you physically and neurologically. It all plays out this way. Toby, but complaining doesn't have a direct influence physically. It's like, well, yes, it actually does because if you stop complaining, what does a person who stops complaining do? They might utilize their day better. They might put themselves in better environments to learn from other people who have got what they want. And then they're going to learn and evolve through that way. And then you're going to act out. And throughout your day, you're going to change your behaviors. You're going to change your habits. And then what's that going to do? That's going to change you physiologically, neurologically. You're going to be wired more towards health. So as we say in our program, are you participating in your recovery or are you not? We don't want you to be passive. We want you to be active. We want you to be a participant of your own recovery. This is what's going to help you the most. If you want, write out this whole list and really reverse engineer it. Start doing the things, the opposite of what you're doing right now if it's not working for you. Is it helping or is it hindering? Sending you a ton of love. Hope this video training helped and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Hey, I hope this video was really helpful for you. If you haven't already, please hit the like button and feel free to leave a comment. What was your takeaway, your insight from today's video? It's really helpful to actually write your learnings down. We seem to embed it better and it seems to help us move forwards with life. Here are three ways we can help you right now whenever you're ready. The first way is make sure you add yourself into our free information recovery group on Facebook. We'll leave a link in the description below. It's a really supportive, encouraging place. There's no negative venting. You can ask questions to other people. There's something like seven, 8,000 people in there right now. And I'm sure by the time you're watching this video, there's even more. So go over there right now. We share success stories. We share our latest free trainings that come to the public. And we always share upcoming information about upgrades inside our program. And also when we offer free webinars or free information nights that can further help you with your own recovery. The second way we can help you, which is one of my favorite, is through all our free trainings. We're gonna leave a link in the description with our favorite free trainings that we know can help you start your recovery. Whether that's through our baseline training, which will help you stop pushing and crashing, our three stages of recovery to figure out exactly where you're at and know what to do next, or my favorite, which is our guest panel workshop, which was actually exclusive for our members. It was so damn good that I actually asked them, can we share this to the public? They all said yes, all five of them. So thank you past members. They share their five recovery secrets and it's really powerful. There's tears, there's aha moments, there's real key insight and inspiration. And so whether you're a one out of 10 and you're really struggling right now, or whether you're further along in your recovery journey and you're integrating back into life, we have you covered. The third way we can help you is through our 
actual paid online recovery program, the mentorship recovery program. And if you are interested in getting proper help, a holistic comprehensive plan, professional coaching from the best coaches in the world, whether that's with mindset, movement, nutrition, restorative movement, reconditioning, integrating back into life, integrative medicine, baseline, structure, routine, accountability, all things health and life. Feel free to apply for the program today. All you need to do is click on the form, cfshealth.com slash form, fill out the short two to three minute form application and the team will be in touch with all the details that you need to know about the program via email. So make sure you check your spam folder for all the free trainings. If you've sent through an application, please be patient. My team are real people, okay? They're not robots. So if we don't get back to you within seconds or hours, it's okay. <laughs> we will get back to you. If you don't hear from the team within two to three days, that means that it's basically gone to spam or junk and it's gone missing. So please send a follow-up email to the team at info at cfshealth.com. If you have any questions, go check it out. But I would highly recommend adding yourself into the free group right now. Go click on that link in the description. Go download all the free trainings. Honestly, the whole reason why this whole thing started is because when I went through this myself, it was so painful and so excruciating that I didn't want anyone else to have to go through it. And some of these free trainings are so damn valuable. Back then, I would have paid thousands of dollars for. We've had so many comments and emails and posts saying, oh my God, the baseline training was a game changer for me. Toby, I've been doing this now for three months and I'm feeling so much better. My symptoms are decreasing. I've got more stamina. I've got more energy. I'm able to do more things. So, you know, whether you're learning from us and consuming our content through our free format, I'm so stoked. Whether that's in our paid program, I don't really care. Either way, all I want to make sure is that you are moving forwards. You are starting to really implement this work. And that's really what it's all about. Once we implement, we make change and we start to move forwards. Sending you a ton of love. Of course, feel free to consume as much of the YouTube videos as you like. There's so many really, really great ones, new and old. Sending you a ton of love and uh, speak to you very, very soon. All the best for now.